Hello, dreamers. It is Mandy and Carly here. Hello. Yeah. Absolutely. This is going to be a fun one. We are trying out our whole Zoom recording here. So this is going to be cool and hopefully a, a great way for us to be able to record podcasts from afar. Yeah. And be able to still, still see the people we're trying to talk to because... That's one of the best parts. <laughs> I know. And this actually, it's so funny because when I think of this now on Zoom, I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. I can actually see you where before we were always just on the phone. Can't see each other. Can't see what's happening. So we're here. We're present. It's fun. Yes. And hopefully we won't talk over each other now because we can see who's about to start speaking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Well, we're so excited. Um, today, I'm super stoked to introduce you guys to um, my brother-in-law who is awesome, and for the past little while, I've been bugging him about wanting to interview um, him for the Dreamcatcher pod. So we're going to introduce Mr. Ryan Button. Say hello. How's it going, Woo-hoo. guys? Happy to be here. Woo-woo. Yeah, Welcome. <laughs> you can see yourself in there. You're saying you have a bad tan. Like, there's like... You have a farmer's tan. Yeah, farmer's tan. Right. We can edit that out. <laughs> no, we're leaving that in there. That's going to be good content. We're definitely leaving that in there. I love it. Also, um, it's really cool, you guys. Super exciting. Obviously, Ryan and I are sitting up here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Um, He's been in our family for how many years? You guys have been together for like eight, nine years now? Yeah. I was always forget married for two, I think. Yeah. It seems like like a lot longer, but it's been been good. I love it. Well, it's because um, so Ryan is a professional hockey player, and um, we're going to hear all about his story and his journey, which is just so cool. And honestly, it's inspired me so much just having these conversations with you about like where you've been, how your journey has evolved. And it's just given me a lot of perspective, even on my journey alone. So I'm excited for everyone to hear about um, your story and what that all entails. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how the journey all started with you for hockey? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I'm 29 now, and I've basically been skating since I was two years old. Um, I don't know how much the following is American or Canadian, but as as most people know, hockey is basically a religion in Canada. So, yeah. um, Dad started me early on skates, and uh, I just fell in love with the game as soon as I started playing. And um, you know, I probably owe a lot of my success to my dad for putting in like tons of hours, helping me. Um, skate and basically just learn the game mm-hmm. all growing up and um, I guess I'm just lucky enough to do it professionally and yeah, make a living yeah no that's I, I love it just because it's like as you said like up here in Canada and in the states as well it is very huge I mean but it is like a religion up here I mean you see so many like young kids um just wanting to skate and wanting to be on the ice and doing this so it's so cool for you to be able to tell like you know your story and see um how far you've come along and everything and i always i know there's um we do a little uh gathering at our, our family's house every year and there's a, a young boy that comes with his family and he is a huge ryan button fan Aww. it just really melts my heart to see him light up because he's a young you know aspiring skater hockey player and just to see you know him ask ryan questions and everything it's just so cool but I totally love that. So obviously when you were younger, skating and hockey was, you know, your, your forte and everything Mm -hmm. and huge shout out to your dad, um, you know, for kind of coaching you through that. Oh yeah. I love it. Um, what, like when you were younger, what was your whole dream with hockey? Like, where did you see yourself going? 
I mean, every, you know, every kid who plays hockey is to get to the, the highest level, which is the NHL. And that was obviously my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, the older and older you get, you quickly realize that there's, I think there's 30 teams in the NHL times about 30 players. So what's that? 900. Yeah. So that, yeah. that's like 900 jobs. And you're looking at, I mean, there's so many countries that play hockey now from like almost all of Europe, you have North America. I mean, they're starting to play hockey like in China and India. So it's it's great that the game's growing so much, but you quickly realize that 900 jobs is, percentage-wise, it's like 0.001 to, to make it to the NHL. So, um, you know, I just I just kept kept working hard, and there's, there's so many other leagues other than the NHL where I said, okay, I, if I can make a living playing hockey, that would be, you know, the next best thing. And um, here I am. I've played, I think, nine years pro now. Mm-hmm. I think nine years pro, and I played three in three in the U.S. and I played six in Germany, and um, loved every minute of it. And um, yeah, I think the, the the biggest and best thing for me is being able to wake up every day and I still get to do what I loved uh, when I was a kid. You know, um, not many people get that opportunity. Am I in the NHL? No, but I'm still living out not my whole dream but a a big chunk of it and um my wife's got to come with me we've been in germany as i said for six years and we've seen we've seen more of europe than i ever thought i would and that's something you quickly realize is bigger than hockey is like life experiences and seeing the world and it's it's been amazing so i have i have hockey to thank for i mean basically my whole life and all the memories i've made yeah, I love that. No, I, yeah, I, I love that too because it's like I mean, Mandy and I always talk about like dreams evolving and stuff, and it's like you, your ultimate dream was, you know, obviously you want to play in the NHL, but it was just to have hockey be your career. I mean, like to play hockey for a living, regardless of where that is, is amazing that you accomplished that, and it's like wicked cool, like you said, that you've gotten all these life experiences by just being able to play in Europe and everything. I mean, like. Would you have had, you wouldn't have had those same opportunities maybe if you were in the NHL and stuck in, you know, like Canada or U.S. or wherever, you know, you were, you were going to be. But I think it's awesome. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, I really want to come to Germany. And I was like going to tell Mandy, I was like, when all this is over, we're going to come, we're going to watch a game. We're going to have a whole like two weeks in Europe and just sure. celebrate. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Germany is beautiful. Like if to be in a place what, to do what you love and then to be in Germany, like Germany is stunning. So yeah, we need to make that happen. Dreamcatcher Pod yeah. goes international. There you go. We go yeah. European. There you go. <laughs> European. Yeah. Love well, it. I love it. I just kind of wanted to like touch base on that because I know Ryan, like a few years ago, you and I had talked about, um, and I have to say, like, I always appreciated you being, like, in the family, being able to talk to you about this and us both mm-hmm. being and, mm-hmm. you know, chasing our dreams on other sides of the world and everything. And it's been great to to talk with you and to, like, relate about that. But something that, like, changed my life and my perspective was talking to you a few years ago where, you know, we had talked about your dream of, like, you pushing for the NHL and that's what you thought. But then you realized that it was so much more aligned with your life to be playing hockey in Germany and that it didn't have to be like, although you set out for this dream and goal of NHL, like you, you ended up in Germany playing professional hockey, and that was more what you wanted out of life. And it really made me look as a musician and singer that it's like, 
I had been aiming like Nashville, CMT awards, CMA, be like Carrie Underwood, da 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 this. But having that conversation with you actually like, I think kind of saved my music career because I was able to then realize that I want to pursue music. It doesn't matter where it is. So that's something that you had said to me that really stuck out and changed my perspective on my dream. So I thank you for that. There you go. Just trying to help. Just trying to help everyone out, you know. Help, help one out. Thank you. Help a sister out. No, that's so. I think I think that's too. It's all about like perspective and mindset on it. You know what I mean? Like Mandy just recently just saying like you can still make a career out of music. You can still make a life in music. It doesn't have to be. You know, you don't have to be the super famous country artist to do that. You know, you're just doing what you love, and. And that's and that's all that matters. And you are going to have more enjoyable life experiences through that because you're not putting so much of these maybe unrealistic expectations on yourself or, you know, I mean, you're just really enjoying what you're doing at the time. So, I mean, cheers to that. I'll I'll cheers to that because, I mean, that's that's what it's all about. (laughs) We're all all cheersing water and coffee, everybody. We don't have wine or beer, which. You know, next time. It should. Next time. When you guys come to Germany, we'll have some. We'll have some beer. Oh, have some beer. Definitely have some beer for sure. Yeah. I love it. Well, um, can you tell the dreamers kind of like a, a bit about your journey? Because you did live out a really cool dream um, within the hockey realm of your trade and everything. And I know that that's a big thing um, with the with all that. So I don't want to say too much, but can you elaborate on like the dreams? And yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I... Um, like when you're a kid growing up in Canada, the biggest thing is trying to get into what's called the Western Hockey League. That's kind of every kid's goal. And uh, I was fortunate enough to play four years in that league. And then um, in my second year um, at the NHL draft, the Boston Bruins um, picked me in the third round. So that was like obviously probably the the coolest moment of my life up to that day. And um, so I got to do um, a couple of training camps and I was with the, the organization for two years and they were incredible. Obviously they're one of the best and uh, it was just, it was so cool to be a part of it. And my, it was actually my dad's favorite team growing up. So it was kind of, kind of came full circle when, when they picked me. Um, unfortunately it didn't work out, but I'm, I'm so thankful for the opportunity and they were just like, so first class with everything. And then um, in the second year, I got traded to Dallas and was a part of their organization for a little bit. Never, never played any NHL games, unfortunately, but still got to play a little bit in the, what's called the American Hockey League and the East Coast Hockey League, kind of, um, you call them like feeder leagues to the, to the NHL. So um, did that for, for three years, as I said. And then um, at the end of the third year, I just called my agent and I said, um, I wanted to go try something else. I wanted to play in Germany. Um, I had heard from, as, as you kind of hear from all the hockey players, there's so many different leagues. Um, this is what every European country has its own league. Um, and they said, okay, this, this team's interested, just go there. And I wasn't making a lot of money, but I was like, you know what, it's, it's going to be a fun experience and I'll see, I'll see if I'm good enough to continue my career or maybe I'll just go for a year and, you know, see how Germany is. I mean, I, I'd never been to Europe, but my mom was from Germany and she said nothing but great things. So. I figured why not give it a shot and um, yeah, I got there and here it is six years later and I've loved, I've loved every minute of being in Germany playing hockey and it's such a great country. It's very similar to Canada, um, but very different at the same time. And yeah. That's so cool. Oh, that's crazy too that you said kind of like 
you know, the, the Boston Bruins came full circle with your dad, but then Germany came full circle with your mom. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's kind of cool to like, yeah, I, never, I never really thought about it that way, but um, yeah. it's been good because my dad, like, obviously he never really had much interest going to Europe. And of course my mom always wanted to get back to Germany. That's where she lived for a couple of years when she was a kid. And obviously since I've been over there, I think they've came to visit four or five times and it turns out my dad absolutely loves the country <laughs> obviously my mom loves it because she she grew up there and she loves going back and she still has some family there but it turns out my dad has really loved germany so it's always it's always fun to have him come visit Harley, oh great catch on that and i know because yeah. i was going to say with with your dad like having that boston be his favorite team and you know having that you guys worked so hard together when you were younger to you know, that be the goal to, you know, at least go into the NHL or get drafted and buy his favorite team. But then, yeah, to play in right. Europe and Germany, and that's your mom's dream, yeah. like, to be back. So, wow, that's so cool that it's like a, it was a family family kind of mm -hmm. success. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone gets to enjoy it. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I went over two years ago to go visit them. <laughs> when he played I remember your pictures I was so jealous <laughs> I wanted to bring you with me I'm like Carla but um you were in Munich at that point and yeah. little did I know I asked, I didn't really realize but I booked my trip over um Oktoberfest so we we got to experience yeah. that and, and so it's been cool from my perspective of being the sister-in-law and I'm like hey I get to see Germany you know or I got to see a really cool portion of that so it's a really cool family thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, Germany's amazing. Munich's, yeah. Munich is like one of the best. Oktoberfest is an absolute must go for everyone <laughs> for this podcast. It is yeah. the best. <laughs> Little shout out. Yes. Yeah. We got to get like a, a, what is it, like a travel site on here, Expedia, or like, there you know, you people go. get inspired to go to them. Get an ad. Get yeah, an get ad an ad going. Expedia. <laughs> that's, that's on my bucket list for sure is to go to Oktoberfest. Yeah, no, it's cool. I think, think it would be dangerous for me, but at the same time, it'd be amazing. It really would. We'd have to put a tracker on you, but. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but um, no, I love it. And so right now you are playing um, in Wolfsburg. Yep. So tell us a little bit about the team that you're, you're playing for right now. Yeah, so I'm on um, Wolfsburg right now. I've finished my last year with my first year with the team and it was great. Um, Wolfsburg's kind of a smaller city, about 100,000 people, and it's where the head of Volkswagen is. So it's, I mean, the whole town kind of revolves around Volkswagen. They're our main sponsor, and it was, we get treated great. Um, everything from coaches, managers, um, players, team staff, everyone, everyone's awesome there. Um, I get to, I get to stay an extra month at home because our season got pushed back, which is kind of a good yeah. thing and a bad thing. Obviously, it's, it's not great. The season got put, pushed back, but with the whole thing going around with COVID, we have to obviously respect that. But at the same time, it means I get to spend an extra month at home. And my wife just gave birth to our our son, Axel, who's just, I think he's sleeping right now. Um, so it's been great that we get to spend an extra month here with family and and friends. Absolutely. And then, yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying it too. It's great. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. And this yeah. is my this is my first August here in like I think seven years. So it's yeah, it's, it's a beautiful nice. August. It's yeah, it's, it's scorching hot. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like a little blessing in disguise for you since you have been away for so long, you know, and especially since you just had Axel. I mean, that's kind of amazing to get to share 
some time with family and stuff back home. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. I love it. Um, um, what for you has been kind of like the biggest obstacle you've had to face with pursuing your dream or living the life that you live? You think? Oh, that's a good question. No. <laughs> you, you brought it up last night and I was thinking, I was like, shit, I don't know what, what obstacle. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's, I guess there's obstacles for everyone. It don't matter what you're trying to become, but I guess I can't think of like my, the main obstacle I had. I've just always kind of had an attitude of just like, just keep going keep, you know, keep trying, keep having fun. And you're just going to, hopefully you're going to get there. And um, that's kind of the way I've always just done things. Yeah. I, I wish I could think of like an obstacle. I don't know. Well, did it really like affect you? Like when you didn't like with the whole, you know, NHL not working out, was that like a, was that like something you had to overcome kind of like was getting used to playing in, in Germany and stuff like that? Yeah. I mean, obviously like, it, it was unfortunate when when you do get released or, or cut from from a team and that you know I had been cut from a team as a kid and that's like okay whatever I'm eight years old yeah. from the team it's you know it's not the end of the world like you keep on being a kid the next day and it's fine but um, it was definitely like definitely not the way you had planned it but at the same time it's like if you look at the the amount of people that even get that opportunity to go there and to, to give it a chance. And, you know, maybe I wish I would have gave, gave it a little bit more, but at the same time, you know, I, I think I prepared the best I could and tried the best I could. And for whatever reason, it just, it just didn't work out. Like sometimes you just got to be honest and say, you know, it didn't work out for me. Maybe I'm just, I'm just not good enough to be here and that's fine. But at the same time, I was like, hey, I still think I'm good enough to to play elsewhere and to try and make a living. And, and that's what I've been able to do. And you know what? I don't have I don't have any regrets about the NHL, about you know, you know maybe I could have tried to stay. I could have tried to stay um, in North America and try to pursue it a little bit more. But I decided, you know what, at that age, you kind of got to start worrying about more than just me. You know, I, I met Angina and I said, you know, either you got to go to school, maybe get an education, or I'm going to try to play hockey and try to make a living that way. And I said, you know what, I'm going to try it in Germany. And, you know, here I am six years later, and I've, you know, very, very, very fortunate that I've been able to um, keep it going. Keep it going. And, yeah. and I get to make money playing hockey. So that's, that's really the best thing is like, you know, when you, when I wake up and, you know, it sounds so stupid, but when you wake up every day playing hockey and I get paid for it, it's just like, this is just like so crazy. Mm -hmm. Like when you're, yeah. it doesn't matter who you are, like if you're a girl and you dance or if you're a, a singer or if you play like soccer as a boy or whatever it is. And if someone could tell you like 20 years later, that thing that you absolutely love, you're going to get paid for it. It's it's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. so hopefully I'm going to keep it going as long as I you're can. You're make me cry. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. Oh, no, I, I love that. Yeah. So it's basically, I mean, saying that the biggest obstacle from what I gathered and what you said is like the shifts that happen mm -hmm. and the, like for you and just me witnessing from the outside, like you are such a go-getter and it's like the things that even like shift 
at you, like, you know, getting kind of having the trades that happen and shifting on from being in the States and then going to Germany, like you just propel forward with knowing like, okay, that changed, but like now this is what I'm going for. And you make it happen every time. Like you, so that's what I feel yeah. cool about your fire and your drive is like these shifts aren't throwing you off your course. You're just like, all right, shift course this way, shift course this way. Yeah. And that's what success is about. And like the dream changes, the dream alters and it shifts, but it's like, if we can just yeah. take those shifts and just propel it that way, like that, that's what it's all about. So yeah, yeah. I just, I got goosebumps when you were just saying that stuff. Like, I think that's so important yeah. here. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like navigating through all that stuff, the ups and downs and everything, but you can't, you come out making the best of it, you know, and you, you do what you love every day. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, win-win right there. Yeah, for sure. There's, and there's always like, I feel like there's always two ways to like, to react to things. And, you know, it's like, you know, you take Manny, for example, if she goes into some record label and they're like, no, we don't want you, you can, you know, you can go home and you can pout and you can say, well, screw them, I'm going to quit music. Or you can just say, you know what, maybe they missed an opportunity and keep going. Like, there's always two ways to do everything. And mm -hmm. might as well just might as well just keep going. The sun's going to come up the next day. There's no point in like, there's no point in sitting and pouting about it. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I love that. Okay. Sure. Um, well, I was just going to ask a quick question, which I did not prep you for yesterday, nice. but I think it's super important to know, like, do you have a daily routine that you kind of follow that propels you to your success? And then also like, what does that look like? on your off season because i think that's interesting for people to know too like mm -hmm. what do you do on the off season to keep yourself going towards your dream yeah i would say most off seasons i've had uh i've had a plan but this off season's kind of just been free wheel obviously with corona i think everyone's been thrown off so mm -hmm. i can't really i can't really comment too much there on having a, a plan but i would say usually my plan was um you know work out in the morning kind of around 8 8 30 um, do that for you know two hours three hours and then depending on what day it was I would I would add a skate in there and then that's kind of it mm -hmm. um, and then for like during the season it all kind of depends what the days are if it's a practice day usually you get to the rink you know two hours before practice do a little workout skate and then do a little workout after and then you kind of go home um, I'm not really I'm not too much of a routine guy mm -hmm. yeah I think sometimes I've seen too many guys have too much of a routine where if for whatever reason they can't follow that routine to a T, then they're off their game or they, yeah. you know, they're upset or it's like, it's not going to go their way that day. And it's, it's like, it's just, I don't know. Some, some people are just so OCD that they let the littlest things affect them. And I think you, you need to have an open mind because the world's just, like there's, there's so many days where everything's not going to work out perfectly. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, like, if, sure. I don't know if you're driving to me and you get a flat tire, it's like, well, you got a flat tire. Either I can try to fix I it or I can call someone to pick me up. But like, that's just life. Like you just got to deal with it and keep going. And mm -hmm. that's why I think it's good to have like routines, but at the same time, you need to you need to be able, be able to adjust and adapt because yeah. so many times so many things in life just aren't going to happen the way you, you yeah. plan them yeah 100%. absolutely i mean that's kind of like your whole mind i mean this is like full circle of this conversation too that's just kind of how your mindset is on 
on everything. You you adjust and you adapt and you make it work for you. Yeah. You know, like I agree. I think you know if people get to you know it's like expectations. Like you can't expect everything to go perfect. You have to be you know willing to like you said adjust and adapt to things because it's life isn't perfect. It's never going to go your way completely. Yeah. Um, but do you have like a um, like a warm up song that you use before a game, or do you have like anything that like pumps you up? Um, not really. Uh, dream, uh, dream, dream, catcher, dream catcher. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put that one on the for the boys before a game and see how, yeah, see how the they react to it. <laughs> like, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not like I probably used to be. Um, kind of have a routine with music, but now I just throw whatever whatever I'm listening to that day and listen to it. <laughs> Some yeah. guys are like crazy like that. Have to have their headphones in and listen to something. But yeah. No. That's so funny. We'll come up. We'll we'll come up with a yeah. We'll come up with a yeah, like a a, a pump up song for y'all. There you go. There we go. <laughs> That's so great. Oh I love it. I'm gonna love it. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to kind of throw in there and add or not really. Yeah, we covered a lot. Yeah, we did. Well, I was going to say, he kind of touched on it, but, like, is there any kind of, like, one piece of advice that someone has given you or, like, that you would want to give to our followers or our dreamers, um, just kind of, like, anything for, for chasing your dreams? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Just, I guess just keep going. Like, yeah. everybody's, everybody's going to fall down. Everyone's going to get knocked down. It's just... Like the, the the best players and the best musicians and the best lawyers and doctors and the best of everything, they're all going to make mistakes and they're all going to like fail or they're going to, you know, someone's going to tell them you weren't good enough. And it's, it's just inevitable. It's going to happen. I would say like the, the quicker you can take whatever they say or get back up and just get on your feet and keep going, the better off you're going to be. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask, is there a term for uh, in hockey for like being swift on your feet? Like, is that, is there like a, is that like a skill or it's like being on the ice or what is that called? Yeah, no. <laughs> fast feet. Fast feet. Yeah, yeah, we can use fast feet. There we go. Okay. There you go. Fast feet. Fast feet. <laughs> Maybe Maddie's going to be a, a hockey coach here. Yeah. yeah I seriously. Get women's hockey going to national. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to brush on my skating skills because yeah, I don't seriously. know how good those would be, but sure, I'll be the hockey coach. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Same. <laughs> oh, I love that. Gosh. Well, this has been so awesome. I think it's going to be really great for um, to be able to release an episode involving like sports and to be able in to encourage and give the realness, I think, to a lot of aspiring um, hockey players and, and kids or, you know, that are wanting to go into this. And I think there's, um, to put that knowledge in their head or that knowing of, you know, that their, their dreams can shift and change, I think it's gonna make a huge difference in a lot of dreamers' lives. So I appreciate you having this conversation and yeah, tell us all about your journey. Yeah, absolutely, anytime. And awesome. You know, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep our heads up and you know sticks on the go. ice, and if we just keep you know playing back and forth, we're gonna score them goals, eh? Yeah, eh? eh? Nice, nice Canadian sense. <laughs> and yeah, stay tuned. We'll be uh, coming to Germany soon, y'all. Yeah. Go see a game after the couple of over. 
Yeah. yeah, then you're gonna see like what real fans are like. Yes. Yeah. Early, you have no idea. Like, like you've obviously been to Preds games. Yeah. Preds games are pretty good, right? But Preds games, I gotta say, are insane. Yeah. Because Preds it's games music, are good. And they've got the whole Tim McGraw like, I like it. I love it. Like everybody gets an action. But let me tell you. Nashville's got nothing on German fans. Like when I was over there for wow. it is insane. So Carly <laughs> will fit right in because she's she's oh like, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, there you go. She does a good <laughs> 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 Mandy, <that was> so <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm super stoked. Thanks again for joining us though. This was fun. Yeah. Zoom interview here. There you go. First one. Oh, Hopefully yeah. it works. Yeah, exactly. Cross your fingers. There we go. <laughs> Just kidding. We're going to have to redo the whole thing. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. I think we're ready to sign off here. Everyone, say goodbye to Ryan. Thanks for coming. Woo. Thanks, for All right. guys. Yeah, of course. All right, Dreamers, we're wishing you good vibes, good times, sunshine.